This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. All right, welcome in to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people bringing you information Every single Saturday, right here on KZIM, KSIM, from 7 to 8 a.m. Good morning. Good morning, Danielle. <laughs> how are it? you? Good, good. Good. I'm it's, good. you know, it's early. Kids are back in school. Kids are back in school. Yeah. It's September. September. Woohoo. Which well, is my birthday month. It is your, <laughs> it is your birthday month. <laughs> I'm guessing that's not what you were going to bring well, up. No, but it is your birthday month. I was thinking more of, you know, we were going to talk about life insurance awareness. Okay. I was thinking more topic based. Well, you're just going to jump right into yeah, it then, aren't you? Yeah, that's what, that's so, what people want to know. Seriously, folks, we've got a great show lined up for you this week. We're going to talk a lot about what we celebrate in our industry in mm-hmm. September, uh, which is Life Insurance Awareness Month. And yeah, no, we're not a life insurance agency. We do offer uh, some of those solutions, but... Um, it's a part of and should be a part of everyone's uh, mm-hmm. estate plan, mm-hmm. retirement income plan, whatever. Um, it should be a part of your plans. Just part of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And so we're going to talk about today planning and preparing your legacy. So if you're taking notes of our show. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, is. Right. <laughs> Nobody is. Then that's what you would write down. Right. Planning and preparing for your legacy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Life Insurance Awareness Month is every September. Danica Patrick, she's actually the you know the the race car driver, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently she's pretty good at it. I don't know. I don't follow that we stuff. Don't wa- I don't watch it either. Right? I know. Yeah. Um, but she has she's been the spokesperson mm-hmm. for Life Insurance Awareness Month for the last two or three years, okay. and does a great job. That's why they've rehired her. They've had other people do it before in the past, but you can actually go to lifehappens.org. And that's a great resource to look at for different information when it comes to um, uh, life insurance Mm -hmm. and uh, life insurance awareness. So, uh, again, got a great show lined up for you. It's September. We're so happy. We've got some things coming up that uh, actually we can just talk about that right now, too. We've got a workshop Mm -hmm. coming up Mm -hmm. um, September 19th. Mm -hmm. Uh, So call our office if you're interested. It's going to all be about Social Security. Correct. Okay. Social Security income planning. Uh, Maximizing and, that. And just so you know, we don't really focus or talk about uh, Social Security disability. So if that's something you're interested in, um, as usual, you would want to talk to an attorney mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to planning your retirement and maximizing your Social Security benefits, that is going to be very beneficial for someone. Yes. And, so and September you are 19th. very good at it. Well, thank you. You understand the ins and outs of it. So September 19th, it's a major part. I mean, it I've is. always said it. It's the you foundation have. to any successful retirement income plan, making sure that you're maximizing those benefits and getting the most out of the system. You paid mm-hmm. in. Okay? You paid into the system. Let's get out as much as possible. Right. Um, you know, without cheating the system. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you're interested, give us a call. 573-332-7855. Yep. Or you can shoot us an email too. Yep. Um, not only just about the workshop, but anything that you're wondering about, talking about with your neighbors. Um, so just give us a call at 332-7855 or the email is theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. Uh, we also have, obviously have a website, too. It's theinnovativeteam.com. Look us up there, and you can uh, listen to past shows if you want. And there's also a retirement income toolkit that you can download that will give you some basic uh, information about uh, retirement planning. Mm-hmm. Sure okay. will. And there's actually a little information on Social Security in there, too. Not as uh, you know detailed. It's more high level. You know, the workshop, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. But, yeah, some good information out yep. on our website if you want to get started there. For sure. So that workshop is September 19th. Give us a call. We also are going to have a couple in October that we'll talk to you about mm-hmm. here in the next few shows, um, but it's going to be around the middle of October. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we're still locking in details and all that, so we'll let you know about that. 
And uh, let's get going. You yeah, ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. talk about planning and preparing your legacy. Yeah, let's right? do it. So um, p- the first part, the planning our legacy, mm-hmm. is getting our kids back to school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's so nice. I Routine. love my kids. I love my kids. I'm a family guy. But, man, is it nice to have the kids back in school. Mm-hmm. Just getting in a routine and and uh, doing what you do as a mom at home, right? Yes. I mean, that is a big, big piece to all that. It so, is. It is. Just being um, able to get everything ready. You know, when they're home over summer, I love it. But, whew, man. It's kind of madness. It's madness. It's yeah. madness. Yeah. 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 All okay. Right. <laughs> all right. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sidetracked so, already. So let's talk a little bit about, can you explain um, to us what a legacy all encompasses? You know, because, I mean, when you say legacy... That's a lot of stuff. So, you know, what all are we talking about here? It's not all. It's like everything else when it comes to retirement. And one of the some of the shows that we do for you guys out there, <clears throat> excuse me. And it's not all about financial, mm-hmm. you know, your financial legacy. OK, your legacy encompasses um, the stories that other people tell about mm-hmm. you. You know, we're sitting around and we just talked about this yesterday, actually, with a, with one of our friends that he wished that his grandpa he served in World War II, mm-hmm. and he had wished that he would have recorded a timeline of the different stories of, of, of World War II that his grandpa experienced. And so it's, it's things like that, the stories that people tell about you, the shared experience, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the values that that person has and, mm-hmm. and passes then on to the gen- generations uh, to come. Um, so, so those are, those are the, the soft things, if you will. Right. Um, one's wealth that they have to leave behind. Yeah, of course that's a legacy, right? Because Mm -hmm. you can go to pay things for like college tuition. Um, you, you know, Hey, listen, college tuition, as we all know, is a big, big expense Mm, for parents. Yeah. 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 Um, there are things that parents can do for themselves. Don't get me wrong. So I'm not trying to say, Hey, let's depend on an inheritance (laughs) to pay for college. Um, but, and, and, you know, 529 plan being right, one of them. Right. So, um, if you are even a grandparent or a parent looking into saving money for college, a 529 plan is a great way to start. You can actually go to most 529, uh, dot org. I think it is, or maybe it's dot com. Mm-hmm. And it's the Missouri plan, uh, for 529. And, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know some people are advocates of maybe getting an outstate fund. Maybe because the fund performances are better inside of those funds, I'm not so sure. You got to weigh that out, mm-hmm. right? And you get that state tax deduction. Probably depends on where you are in the planning process. Yeah, too. so it, it mean, really kind of you know. all depends on uh, what you want to do mm-hmm. um, and how involved you want to be. Really, that's the main thing. Right? How involved do you want to be? But uh, higher education is a major expense for parents, so a grandparent leaving that legacy mm-hmm. uh, behind is is can definitely be uh, a big help financially to mm-hmm. to the parents. Um, a legacy may also contain family heirlooms or items of emotional significance. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, my, my grandma talks a lot about her jewelry, you know, and, and making sure that um, I get that, you know, because that's important to her and that's important to me. So, you know, I mean, those are, you know, uh, um, things that, you know, I want to keep, you know, as part of her legacy. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, family photos. Uh, maybe it's something that your your you know your grandmother had when she was a kid herself, uh, and you want to keep that. Uh, I know that we have some bedding. I don't know exactly where it's from. It tells you how involved I am with this <laughs> kind of stuff. But uh, we have some bedding uh-huh. from your grandmother, uh-huh, my great grandmother, your, yeah. your great grandmother. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. that was. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. It is. That's it pretty is. cool. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, so, and that's not going anywhere. That will be passed down. So, right. Yep. Yep. Right. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Yeah. All um, those things you got to think about. When you, but when you go about uh, planning for your legacy, we definitely want you to explore strategies that can maximize the financial benefit to the ones you care mm-hmm. about. And that kind of leads us into, you know, the life insurance awareness month. Correct. Okay. It's not just about buying a product. It's not about paying a premium. It's about the benefits and what those things can do for you. And when you make a decision, what do you look at? Mm-hmm. You look at cost versus benefit. Right. And if the benefits outweigh the cost, then do it. Right. And if they don't, then don't do mm-hmm. it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that simple. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not rocket science. I think it's okay. great too, you know, especially when you talk about all these things and, and the, and the services that, 
you know, we provide as a company and that, and that you explain to people, it's like you said, if it makes sense, great. If it doesn't, (laughs) it's okay. (laughs) But here's another big piece of this. And it's taking time to make sure that you have everything organized. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And you need that in itself, the organization of your assets, the organization of everything that you have, even if it's bills, you know, if it's not actually assets, it's liabilities. Yeah, just knowing where everything okay? is. Okay, just yeah. knowing where everything is, is a gift in itself. Because we've all experienced when people go through this emotional loss and all of a sudden you've got children um, or, 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 you know, maybe they're adult children that are scrambling mm-hmm. to try to figure out where everything is, what everything is worth, well, who do they talk to? I mean, it's just, it's absolutely an, a mess and it's a scramble. And again, being organized right. so they don't have to do that is a gift in itself. I agree. Just and let, there, you know, deal with the emotional and the grieving process versus having to deal with all of that. So, exactly. Yep. And there are things you can do now, obviously, mm-hmm. that we would want you to do, obviously, to help prevent that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not hard to do. Right. You just got to work take with some time. <laughs> just put a little work yeah. into it yourself. Work with a professional. Work with a team of professionals. What I mean by that is, is a financial services professional, your accountant, you know, maybe your attorney. So you get those three individuals working for you or with you, okay, to help you do all this. So it's not so mm-hmm. stressful. You know, I mean, it's already emotional that you've lost someone, but, um, you know, when you, when you have to scramble to do that and that's kind of, you know, one of those services that we provide with Mm -hmm. our generational vault, you know, I mean, and again, I'm not trying to make this a commercial for us, but you know, that's something we do very well right? We do with people. And and we get that compliment a lot that they feel very good because everything's organized and in one place and, and easy if something happened to them that somebody could find all of it. So, so let's just talk about I mean isn't organization the key to success in a lot of areas <laughs> in is, your life it is it is and planning yep yep organization and planning that's what we at the end of the day that's what we do for people right right it's not oh hey look at this rate of return and that rate I mean those things are important don't right. get me wrong but it's about the organization and planning of your assets and making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do to meet your specific goals because your goals are different than the next person's goals and their goals are different than the next person's goals. So well, it's t- just yeah. planning and organizing your life mm-hmm. is so, and I'm not talking about just financial, I'm talking about everything. It's so important to the longevity and the success of the way you uh, handle your life. Mm-hmm. And specifically on this topic, you know, one of the things that you do well as far as organization is making sure beneficiaries are up to date and, you know, checking all of that. Because I mean, that's critical. I mean, how many times have we heard the horror stories of people, you know, not updating their beneficiaries, someone passes and that's it. I know someone gets money that they didn't plan on getting, giving money to. And we have example after example, after example, I wish we didn't hear it all the time, but we do. So it's almost like, okay, do you think Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the green Bay Packers, do you think he goes into a game without a plan? Like, right. in other words, no, we're not going to look at whatever the other team. We never scouted them. We've never looked at any tape. Are you kidding me? They spend hours mm-hmm. every week looking at the opponent for this week to plan and organize, get a game plan together to beat that team. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's no different. I mean, look, organization and planning is the key. All right. Was that's that your it. sports analogy? It is your my sports analogy. <laughs> it is called the retirement playbook, It is. It way. is. I liked it. That was a good tie-in. Yeah. It was good. So, okay, that's it for this segment. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, some things you can do and some solutions. We're bringing it to you. It's right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to your retirement, do you have an investment manager or do you have a retirement planner? Most people have an investment manager, which is okay for managing your assets, but you need help planning your retirement. You need a professional on your side that understands how Social Security benefits work, how your expenses, how your income, how they all relate together. Give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions. Give us a call at 332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here to help you in all of your retirement dealings. Mm-hmm. So good morning. It's Saturday. And uh, let's talk about what, uh, well, actually, in the first segment, we talked mm-hmm. about uh, 
preparing and planning right. your legacy. Yep, so, and all the pieces that go with that. Yep. Exactly. And so, you know, one of the things that's really kind of the first step, and I've written an article, I've written, wrote an, <laughs> I've wrote an article about this in the past about estate planning. And one of the basic, most basic estate planning techniques that you can implement yourself and in your life without the help of anybody is called a beneficiary form. Mm-hmm. or excuse me, a beneficiary designation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that is the easiest way to avoid the complexities and um, headaches and financial cost uh, that, you can, that you can do right now, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure that the, the beneficiary designations on your accounts are up to date. Now, I get it. Not everything you have can have a beneficiary on it. For example, you have a gun collection. You have to put that in a will, okay, and then it gets distributed based on your will and your wishes. But my point is, is that, it, you know, the all the headaches that we have heard about, and all the stories, and actually we told a couple in the first segment right. there, can be avoided by that. Mm-hmm. You know, just filling out and making sure that your beneficiary designations are who you want your money to go to. Right. I mean, it is one of those deals where it's like. This is really simple, <laughs> and anybody can do it. Just got to take the time to do it. You just got to take the time to do it. You know, yeah. um, I don't think it's any secret. Well, maybe we are unveiling something, but I'm writing a book, okay? And it's going to be coming out pretty soon. And one of the things, stories I tell is, uh, I know she doesn't like me to bring that up, no. but that's okay. Uh, one of the stories we like to uh, refer to is that, you know, people spend hours and hours and hours planning a vacation that happens once or even twice a year for them. Mm-hmm. And yet they won't take the, you know, five minutes to check out who their beneficiaries are, you know. And um, so, you know, it's one of those deals where, look, it's prioritization. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. Yeah. Uh, just. Check your beneficiary forms. Right. Make sure they're filled out. And correctly. check it frequently. So yeah. make sure when things change in life that those are up to date too. So exactly. Yeah. So you know, I, I, we've talked a lot around all the stuff that is makes it important, but a little bit more on why it's important to plan your legacy. Um. Well, obviously, you know, the the, the main issue is is that many people avoid. Uh, planning their legacy until they feel like it's just an absolute must. In other words, here we go. Grandma's in the hospital. She's, you know, kind of on her last leg, if you will. And now all of a sudden we're going to rush around and have her sign a power of attorney, you know. So you would do it to avoid that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, that, that, that's stressful. When you're rushing around and all you're doing is trying to get a piece of paper signed and the person has no idea what they're signing on some occasions, I mean, that's tough. So you do it to avoid those kinds of situations. Um, something that, uh, you know, here's kind of a trigger point is that something may change your life, like a birth of a grandchild, the diagnosis of a serious health problem, or the death of a close friend or loved one. These are all things that may trigger you to go ahead and take care of these situations mm-hmm. for yourself. Um, but I'm here to tell you, you don't need that. Those right, triggers. I'm right. triggering you right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> do it now. Do it now. Right. Don't wait. Okay. Yeah. Um, waiting for a tragedy to strike in order to get your affairs in order is not the best course of action. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're not in the right mind to make the best decisions for you. So you don't want to rush that, like you said. Yeah. 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 Taking the time to create a premeditated and thoughtful legacy plan will help assure that your assets will be transferred where and when you want them uh, when the time comes. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you I know, think that summarizes all of it. I don't want this time to come for anyone, mm-hmm. but life happens, and you know this is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. We're all going to get sick, and we're all going to die at some point. So why don't we take care of these situations while we're still in good health and still in good mind? Yep, things we talk simple. about. There's only two things that are certain. Right. Taxes and death. Yeah. <laughs> I know, kind of a morbid conversation. Well, it is, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's one that needs yeah. to happen. That's right. That's right. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, good information. So, um, you know, kind of before we kind of move on and talk about some other benefits for being prepared that, um, you know, by planning your your legacy and those type of things. So anything else you want to cover? 
Yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but, um, you know, the distribution um, of your assets, whether it's stocks or IRAs or 401ks or, you know, maybe it's money in the bank, um, can be a complicated undertaking if you haven't left a very clear and concise instructions on how you want them handled. And you can easily do that, right, through a beneficiary designation form, having an estate plan, talk to an attorney uh, to get a will and maybe even a trust in some situations um, to take care of that. So uh, I will tell you this, though, that not having a plan will definitely cost you more money than, than and, and take more time, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, which one's more valuable, right, your time or a little bit of money? But leaving your loved ones um, to wait for sometimes years, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With probate? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's pretty gosh. normal, isn't it? Isn't it normal it's years? I mean, right. yeah. yeah. I, we heard a story this week, actually, that, you know, you wanted to, uh, uh, you know, the, the attorney asked the client, hey, um, you have all of your affairs in order or do you have a will? And she says, no, I don't need a will. I don't care. And <laughs> that's the craziest answer. But the attorney looks and says, yep, okay, fine. You know, why does he say that? Because there's going to be expenses there mm-hmm. that are going to have to be paid out of going through probate. You know, so it, it doesn't have to be that hard and complicated. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah I get it. My, gra- my grandma actually said that, you know, at one point in her life that she didn't care if it went through probate. You uh, told her otherwise and why she wouldn't want to do I that. Did. So, But I yeah, did. yeah, it's, it's amazing that some people are like, well, what's the big deal? But they don't realize the process either. So, so planning. I mean, have we brought, have, have, have I said that word before? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think so. Organization. I think the theme. Have I said that word before? Yep, that's the you theme. <laughs> uh, these are all things that are just so easy and so important that you can take care of now. Um, planning your legacy will help your assets be transferred with little delay and little confusion. And little delay and little confusion are both really big things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go, you see what I did? There? I did. I did. You're little and big. I little saw and it. big. Yeah, yep, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of leaving discussions about how to distribute your legacy to your family and getting in arguments with your brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts, attorneys and financial professionals preserve your legacy and your wishes and to, by drafting a clear plan at an early age. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh wow, I just spilled my coffee. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, the computer's not going to blow up, <laughs> and the microphone is still on. So. All right. Yeah. We're still moving. Okay. We're still moving. All okay. right. I'm just going to get a little paper towel. Here. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, absolutely. There are things you could do. Beneficiary designations, get a plan together, work with your financial services professional, work with uh, your attorney, uh, even in some cases your accountant. But one thing is absolutely for sure is it is impossible for your assets to be transferred or distributed the way you want to at the end of your life, if you don't ha- uh, do a pl- have a plan. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, again, this can all be taken care of. And for our clients, I'm proud to say they're in good shape when yep. it comes to this. They have a plan. They have a plan. That's right. That's right. So. Sounds good. All right. So uh, that pretty much wraps up mm-hmm. you know, the beneficiary designation talk. You know, got to have a plan. We all understand that. And uh, making sure that you check your beneficiaries. But we also have five, uh, maybe, yeah, five different questions you should start out by asking yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, this is going to help you prompt um, what you're looking for when you're talking about getting the correct plan together to make sure all of your assets go uh, to who you want them to go to. All right. So here we go. Question number one Are my assets up to date? Okay. Start off by asking yourself this Are my assets up to date? Have uh, have my primary and contingent beneficiaries be clearly designated? Okay, so do you know who you want your primary? Most people say, yeah, my spouse. Um, if you're not married, though, who's your primary beneficiary? Your kids? Maybe you only have one. What about your contingent beneficiaries? You know, maybe you need uh, you need to think about uh, you know multiple layers. In other words, okay, so you want to definitely have at least a primary and a contingent beneficiary on your assets. Um. And you need to also understand who, where that money is going to go beyond the first level. So your primary is your first level, and then you have contingent beneficiaries. And there's a couple different ways that you can go there. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, so that's really, really important as well. 
Does my plan allow for restriction uh, of a beneficiary? Excuse me, of a beneficiary. So in other words, can you can you restrict the payout uh, of those dollars to a beneficiary? Does my legacy plan address minor children that I want to provide with income? Okay, so maybe you want to have payouts uh, over their lifetime, for example. Uh, lastly, does my legacy plan allow for multi-generational payout? Or what we would recall on qualified dollars, a stretch IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So answers to these questions are crucial. It's definitely not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good start. It's a good start. You need to go see an attorney to finalize some other questions. Okay. Uh, who's going to take care of your children would be another good one. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have minor children, who's going to take care of them? Uh, who's going to be the executive of your state? Who's going to make sure that the payment of that life insurance policy gets distributed correctly? Right. Okay. Lots and lots of questions, but at least these questions, these are questions we put together for you to kind of get the ball rolling for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so hopefully that helps. I think that, um, you know, the, the clear uh, message here when it comes to planning and preparing for your legacy is to get a plan together mm-hmm. and have a, a team approach to this with your financial services professional and your attorney working together that understand where your assets are, how they're structured, and where they're going to go upon your death. Mm-hmm. Okay. And beneficiaries. Yeah, and your benefit. <laughs> well, sorry, yes. So the plan yeah. was absolutely number one right. most important. Number two most important is absolutely making sure that you have a beneficiary designation form because the beneficiary designation form over supersedes any estate planning documentation you have. I think that's important. You know, you brought that up in previous shows. Talk about that a little bit more. So if my will says one thing and my beneficiary on my, I'm going to make up something, life insurance says something else. It's whoever is on that beneficiary form. Right. So okay. regardless of what, if your will's up to date, because I think a lot of people think if my will's up to date, everything's good. No, 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 nope. Whoever is on that beneficiary form, it supersedes anything you've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, from an estate planning perspective with your attorney. Yep. Okay. okay. I think that's important. That's a good takeaway. It is. So, uh, okay, so that's it. Okay. All right. We're going to continue to kind of give you things to think about. And also, we're going to move on to a couple different subjects here. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face personalized attention. But technology has changed the world dramatically. That is why we at Innovative Financial Solutions have the Generational Vault, which allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts. Upload important information and view your financial information. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. Back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Was that fast enough, by That the was way? pretty fast. Yeah, you're flying into that. I was like auctioneer <laughs> voice here. You were, you were. Um, okay, so we've been talking about preparing and planning for your legacy, mm-hmm. right? It's not the sexiest topic. It's not something, you know, a lot of people want to even talk about or explore, and Actually, that brings up a great point, doesn't it? How about that conversation we had at Red Lobster with your grandparents? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and that's that's where it has to start. You have to have discussions. If mm-hmm. you're going to have a plan, you have to talk about things. Yeah. Okay? And some people just do not want to talk about no. it at all. No. And then, therefore, nothing gets done, and that's not good either. Right. That's true. That's true. So, yes. Yeah. Mean, yeah, you got you to gotta, you start. And, and, and you know, um, what he's referencing is my, my grandparents said, you know, do we do we have everything in order? <laughs> Brock was like, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit more. So, um, you know, kind of helping them out and make sure everything's in the right place. So, anyway, I know we kind of talked about getting. But a, my point is, they didn't even want to talk about. Right. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, you know, definitely. and I'm like, yeah. well, that's not the best solution. Right, either. right. So, so yeah, yeah, got to talk about it. Yep, we'll get it done. Yeah, we'll get it done. You will, you will. Yeah. So I think we've had good discussion to this point. You know, just about making a plan. You know, making sure you're working with a good team making sure your beneficiaries are up to date. Um, but, you know, let's, I think, talk about your wishes, you know, because, uh, you know, that was one of the things that my grandparents brought up too, was just making sure that what they wish to happen really does happen. Right. And it's, you know, it's very important that you you have to have this conversation with someone. Okay. So, for example, if your one and only son lives a thousand miles away, you're probably not having a conversation about what your wishes are. You know, it's a personal conversation. 
You need to have somebody that's close to you that you trust and like and that will you know and have confidence that will carry out your wishes mm-hmm. because it's very no- important that you make your wishes known. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Legacy, excuse me, legacy and uh, the organization organization of your assets uh, are as important as ever mm-hmm. and it affects everyone. Okay? Everyone in your family. Um, it's helpful. I've got a couple other questions here to, th- to ask yourself and to get the ball rolling here when it comes to this. Are your assets actually titled in the, and held the way you think they are? In other words, are you treating qualified money just like non-qualified money? Mm-hmm. That's a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay? Are your beneficiaries set up the way you think they should be? For example, you can have a restricted beneficiary designation. And let's say you have three kids. One of them is very responsible. You can say, I want the whole thing to go to that person or their share to go to them. The other two, eh, I'm a little worried they're going to spend all that money. <laughs> so we're going to spread it over their lifetime or even over five years or 10 years or whatever. You can do that. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be just all or none. Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. by the way, if they allow for the restricted beneficiary, your custodian does, then you don't even have to do that through a trust. Mm. Okay. You can do that on your own. You can do it on your yeah. own. Yeah. Um, third question, have you, uh, or, or excuse me, have there been changes to your family or those you desire as beneficiaries? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Marriages, deaths. Yeah. yeah. And in, in that case, that's yeah. why if something happens suddenly and you don't have time to change it, you want to make sure that, you know, that, that you have that contingent beneficiary. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to have those contingent beneficiaries. Okay. So, you know, those things are very, very important. And now I want to explain to you the differences when you have that situation. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Let's say you have three kids. All right. And um, you're going to have contingent beneficiaries. So maybe all three of them have their own kids. So how does this all work? Okay. So there are there's a couple different scenarios here that you can use. Okay. Um, when we're talking about benefits. Primary beneficiary. So let's say we, uh, I'm just going to draw this out for you. Okay. Um, and uh, if everybody has a pen and paper, please get it out. <laughs> Follow along. Just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not. Anyway, so you have um, two beneficiaries, okay? Or let's say you have three beneficiaries, okay? Something happens to you, but we didn't change the beneficiary form. So something happens to one of your primary beneficiaries. You don't change the primary beneficiary form. What's going to happen? Okay. Normally, what would happen is is that the other two would just inherit um, the the whole portion. So it mm-hmm. it just be divided by two instead of three. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what happens if that third one over there that passed away before the owner did? Okay. And they had beneficiaries, so now they're just out of the loop. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm following you. Okay. So there's a couple ways we can fix this for specifically uh, naming beneficiaries of beneficiaries. And uh, you can do it two different ways, per stirpes or per capita, okay? And not to get too detailed here, but the, but the bottom line is this. You have to understand what you're doing. So in the case of, um, which is the most popular way to do it, is per stirpes. What does that mean? Okay, let's take our family of, of three beneficiaries. We have mom up here. Dad's already passed away. I'm just giving you a scenario. We have mom up here when she has three kids, all primary beneficiaries. Let's say two of them pass away. So there's one living. Never change the beneficiary form. Whoops, should have done that. First mistake. However, it is what it is. So now what happens is the surviving primary beneficiary gets one-third of that of those dollars. Okay. Okay. And then the beneficiaries of the of the primary beneficiary then split their part, however many children there are. So mm-hmm. let's say the primary beneficiary one had three beneficiaries. Well, now those three are going to split third. the one third. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. And then the uh, the uh, on the other side, same thing. You know, and uh, so everybody's happy. That's the most common way mm-hmm. to do it. Okay. Now, what the reason I bring this up is because it doesn't automatically happen that way. The default way to distribute assets are just to say, these are the three primary beneficiaries and um, whoever's still living uh, gets to share those dollars, mm-hmm. okay, which could exclude family of the other beneficiaries. 
not a good thing, right? Right, right. Then there's all another way to do it, which is called per capita, okay? And so what happens in a per capita is, is that let's say that same scenario. You have primary beneficiary one who has passed away, primary beneficiary three, which has passed away. So you still have one remaining. That one remaining obviously gets their third, okay? And then what happens is, is that the other three over there, or excuse me, let's say the uh, same scenario where there's three kids and two kids that mm-hmm. are contingent, then they would split the entire thing evenly, okay? So it's a little bit different. Mm. Well, I with don't the, with the primary, yeah, because okay. what hap- The only difference there is is how many kids you have, mm-hmm. okay? So you just take the two thirds and split it among all the contingent beneficiaries per capita, okay? So it's it's evenly distributed. You know, so that's why they call the per stirpes, they call it by the branch because the money then just kind of flows through to your, you know, the individual mm-hmm. families. That makes way more sense. I don't even understand why anybody would ever do the per capita, okay. to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so Unless per stirpes. an education is, thing. People just don't understand that. Well, yeah. And that yeah. very well may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm here to tell you. That's that, right. Uh, <laughs> that's why we're educating. That's right. And yeah. so, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't care. I'm gone. I don't care what happens. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you yeah. do. If you're saved you money, I would hope you do. Yeah. And you need to understand these definitions and how they could affect your specific situation. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Hey, just use the purse derpies beneficiary designation option. Uh, that way, if something happens to your, you know, and, and I say that, that that's really a, uh, a personal choice, though, right. isn't it? Right. I mean, it's really what people want. Um, if they're saying, hey, no, I don't want to take all the money. Um, and split it just between the surviving primary beneficiaries. That's fine too. If one mm-hmm. passes away, instead of a third, a third, a third, it's fifty-fifty. Right. You know that's the default way to do it. But um, uh, if you want it to fall through their portion to their family, you got to do that per mm-hmm. stirpes. So mm-hmm. there's something to think about. Yeah. Very yeah. popular option. No, good. Good information. That's great. Okay. So yeah, understanding all the beneficiary <sighs> ins and outs. So it's not right. as simple as just making sure you got a name on a piece of paper. Well, I'm telling you, and all these things could be done. Right. By a form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so easy, but it's well. But that's the benefit of working with a financial services mm-hmm. professional. And I hate to brag on. Um, well, we're not really bragging. I'm just stating a fact that when you work with a financial services professional that understands all of this, right, and how it could affect you, and giving you the options, it's ultimately your choice. But at least they are giving the information mm-hmm. to make that best choice for you. Uh, that's a huge advantage. I agree. And not every quote unquote financial advisor has that knowledge. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like these are um, no excuse forms. (laughs) You know what? Everybody has an excuse for why they didn't do something. But I mean, if it's as simple as making sure your wishes are on a form, what's your excuse? Absolutely. Right. So we like to call them no no excuse forms. Yeah. So so there you go. (laughs) Beneficiary designations are just so and so important. And it's, it's not as clean cut as you might think mm-hmm. it is. It, there are some some thoughts and some advanced techniques that you can put into place to, to, uh, to vary the outcomes. So I think, you know, a lot of this is just, you know, sometimes it's just overwhelming because, you know, there's so many pieces of this, right? So it's, you know, do I have life insurance and beneficiary designation forms on all your assets and, and making sure your wishes are met. But, you know, it's really as simple as just starting to make a list, right? I mean, start working on a list, take some time working on the list, but I mean, start writing everything down so that you don't forget something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's about listing all the assets mm-hmm. out. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, wh- where do I want this to go? Where do I want that to go? You know, maybe you have a child that favored a certain, you know, thing that you did. Uh, maybe that was something you guys did together. So you want that particular item to go to that specific beneficiary and you can do that. It's mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what a will is good for is right. just let whoever know this is what I want to happen Your to wishes. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all about personal stories, re- uh, recollections, values, personal items, emotional significance, financial assets. Um, all of that is contained in just a getting a solid, good uh, plan mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Okay? Agreed. So one of the biggest estate planning tools that people use from a, from a financial standpoint, so let's get into some of the solutions from a financial standpoint, is life insurance. And mm-hmm. it just happens to be Life Insurance Awareness Month. And we're not here to sell anything. We're just having a discussion about something that is very, uh, can be very useful in estate planning. And we're going to talk about it next because we're out of time. See, I just That's teased right. it. right. You did okay? tease it. That was good. But you Come definitely, back. You need to listen in. This is going into our last segment, and it's going to be our best right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. 
And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We want to help people of Southeast Missouri retire on your terms. Right. And no one else's. Sounds good. All right. We've been talking about legacy planning in this show. Danielle, so far, the legacy planning basics we covered are. Yeah. So we've talked about four tips so far. Uh, Number one, no matter your net worth, basic legacy planning is a must. Um, We've just reiterated that, you know, everybody needs to have a plan um, for anything that, you know, you have a value or you want to make sure things go to the right people, right? Exactly. So that's number one. Number two, a legacy plan may contain several crucial pieces. So I thought, uh, you know, some of the big takeaways you had in this was making sure people have um, consider looking at a durable power of attorney and a medical power of attorney. Correct. And actually in there, which is number four, is everyone should have a will for the things you can't have beneficiary designations for. Correct. Yeah. So that's our four. Well, you skipped number three, but. Oh, I did. Yeah. (laughs) Number three is trusts aren't just for the wealthy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Of course. And that was important. Especially if you have younger children or if you've got a situation where you want certain money to be paid out a certain way. Mm -hmm. That's great. There's lots of situations where you may want to want to need or want a trust. Mm hmm. Okay, so there you go. There's four of them. We're on to number five of number nine. Yep, here we go. So number five is keeping good records of your assets. Why is that important? Well, um, you want to have good records of everything so nothing falls through the cracks. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is kind of an obvious one, but you'd be surprised on people's uh, lack of ability, I guess you could say, when it comes to keeping records. Okay, Mm -hmm. now I will say this. Uh, Most a lot of firms, financial mm-hmm. firms, attorney firms are doing better jobs of helping with that. Right. And that is one of the huge benefits that we provide all of our clients, which is the, which is the generational vault, which has all of these things in their online portal. Mm-hmm. It's a very secure online portal. I'm right. Thinking. And they can take all their documents and upload it and have it in one place, which is great. So you have all that in one place and then you have all of your accounts. You can view all of your accounts and they're updated on a nightly basis. So mm-hmm. we're kind of taking a time out here on a commercial for the generation. Yeah. Ball. But, <laughs> but right. I don't think that's a bad thing because no, people no. need to understand that these services are out there. They're available and we provide them as clients. Complimentary. No, it's mm-hmm. complimentary. There's no charge. We like to call it the virtual safety deposit box. There you go. So, you know, this is becoming more popular. It is. It, and it, I think it's important, you know, and, um, and, and that way you can have everything in one place. And like Brock mentioned, you know, you can see your total net worth, um, which is really nice. Um, so you can see a value of all of your accounts. You can upload your will. You can put any other documents that are of importance to you in there as well. And we've already characterized all of the different uh, or categorized all mm-hmm. of the different um, envelopes. Right. If you will. Uh, one being taxes, so you can mm-hmm. save your tax returns in there. And that helps us, too, because then we can understand where they're at from a tax standpoint and recommend different investments based on their tax situation. Because it's not all about just getting the best return sometimes. Correct. Correct. Um, and and uh, we can do things like Roth conversion analysis mm-hmm. and UA analysis for people that have company stock in their retirement plan. So there's a lot of things that that, that, that provides value to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but getting back to the keeping good records for, of your assets, you know, you may have retirement plans, investments, insurance policies, real estate. Uh, and, and here's three questions you should mm-hmm. probably ask yourself when it comes to all of this. Who do you want to inherit your assets? I mean, that's kind of an obvious question, mm-hmm. right? I mean, most of the time it's your spouse and then your children and maybe some grandchildren. Uh, number two, what do you want handle, or excuse me, who do you want handling your financial affairs if there were ever a reason you couldn't? So that's that's pretty important. It's huge. And that's kind of the the power of attorney, Mm -hmm. right? Having the ability to sign off and make decisions for you. Number three is who do you want making medical decisions for you if you become incapacitated? And that's the medical power Mm -hmm. of attorney. So I think these were all good questions. And of course, when we got asked them, you know, they're, again, they're not as easy to answer as you think they would be. And I think it's important to share with our listeners, you know, when you go prepare to talk to your attorney to establish some of this, that, you know, you need to have more than one person because what if that one person can't function, you know, and I I thought that was pretty interesting for us because we kind of knew our number one, but coming up with number two and number three are a little harder sometimes. It's the backup to the backup. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that's what it is. But I think, you know, again, 
Keeping good records of your assets is important. And by the way, it's number five on our list. Number five, yeah. Of nine. All right, let's go to number six. Let's do it. Discuss your legacy plans with your family. It's huge. You know, we always, when we deliver products uh, or strategies, we always put our business card right there on the front. So they not only have it in their generational vault, they have a hard copy of it. And and the reason is because they need to know who to talk to Mm -hmm. if something happened to you. Right. Um, and Who we want call? them to come. Yeah, they want. I want them to call us. I don't want them to call the vendor that they may have a strategy or mm-hmm. a product or whatever with. I want them to call me. That's why you know their parents or whoever it is uh, worked with me. Right. And that's some of the value that we bring to the table. Well, you're going to know the whole picture. And the bottom line is this: and when in, this is a very emotional period, right? An inheritance can be a very, very sensitive issue for not only the parents but the children. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, emotions are flying. I mean, nobody knows what to do. Right. Everybody's freaking out, maybe. And, you know, there's just a lot of things going right. on. So yeah. it's better to take care of it now so people don't freak out. Right. And, and you people, hate to see relationships compromised over that's this. That's huge. Yep. Oh, man. I think that's what you're trying to say. Totally agree with that, yep. man. That's so sad to see families split up because there was not the proper planning. Correct. Right? And it could have been simple. Could have been simple. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, remember this, too. Um, you may be gone at this point. In other words, you know, we're talking about your estate plan. You may be gone at this point, but would you hate to see relationships compromised? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only relationships compromised, but I mean, can I, I, again, I kind of go back to uh, the, the instance where the guy is working. He mm-hmm. has a 401k. He has, he's married. He puts his spouse down. Okay, because by the way, if you don't put your spouse down, they have to sign off on that. Right, because Missouri is a marital property state. Yeah. yeah. So if, and, and let's say you get a divorce and you never change, that's where I keep going back to. And it's not about a man or, I mean, you could be flip-flopped. Flip-flopped, yeah. Absolutely. But my point is, is it, I, it just, it makes me want to just throw Yeah, up. and mean, it happens. Just, it happens it a lot. It so. happens a lot. Yep. Yep. Okay. Very simple stuff. So there's number six, discuss your fa- legacy plans with your family. Sounds good. So seven and eight. Um, are fairly simple tips, but are sometimes overlooked. Um, I think when you look at these, so, you know, uh, seven is being aware of the federal legacy tax exemption. So, and we hit on that a little bit in the last, uh, segment, but you know, that's really not an issue, uh, for most people nowadays because the last, um, you know, president Trump and all the, the uh, Congress passed the tax law that, uh, upped that exemption mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to eleven point two one million per person. So a married couple can have up to twenty two point four million dollars and not have any estate taxes. You know, not their kids wouldn't know any estate taxes. Right. Um and there was a lot of fancy planning and, and things that went into place because it used to be much, much lower. I mean it was I remember when it was down to six hundred and fifty or six hundred and I think it was right at six hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, that's a huge difference from 600000 to $11.2 million Right, per person. Per person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say it'd take a lot more planning. So now that's a little easier is what you're saying. But it is easier. But right now. But right now. That's true. That's true. We don't know what could happen. I mean, let's face it. We don't have a lot of agreement when it comes to passing <laughs> laws. And we don't own a crystal ball. <laughs> and, and we don't own a crystal ball. We, we own an eight ball. I guess we could go with that philosophy, but I that's can, probably not a good idea. No, let's not do that. <laughs> I can tell you that it's been re- the state tax law has been repealed like nine times mm-hmm. in our country, which means it came back nine times. Right. I mean, right. come on. So let's not rely on, oh, it's 11.2 million. Don't have to worry about it. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. So this is why we always are having a developing conversation. Agreed. Agreed. Well, sounds like um, let's move on to number eight. Number eight. So number eight is there are two easy ways to give gifts tax free and reduce your legacy taxes. So what they're really talking about is the gift tax annual exclusion, which is over and above the the lifetime exemption. Oh, okay. Okay. So you can gift right now up to fifteen thousand dollars per year to an individual. Okay, and not have to worry about any kind of uh, counting it towards your lifetime exemption. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, that's something that you know. Again, that's gone up. It used to be eleven, and then it went to twelve and thirteen. And Just now crept up, yeah. crept up over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's fourteen thousand dollars a year that you can give away to an individual without worry about reporting it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let's see here. The exec- exclusion 
from tax on a gift to a spouse who is not a U.S. citizen. Okay. Not sure that that's a big topic out there. I think we can kind of go over that one, but that one has. But that dollar amount is now 152000 Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Sounds good. And that's been going up as well. Uh, let's see here. You may also gift an unlimited amount of education and medical bills for any person. It's just the stipulation there is that you have to pay the institution directly. Which makes sense. Yeah, totally. Because so, yeah. otherwise there'd be a lot of fudging going on. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cooking don't want to see. Books. Don't want to see that. Don't want to see that. Cooking so, the books. But uh, hey, this is kind of nice. So if you've got somebody who wants to pay for your education or your medical bills, <laughs> let them know if they paid the institution they, correctly, they can do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to reiterate that people can get great resources through our website. Mm-hmm. That we're offering. Yep. And, and specifically, they can request the Retirement Income Toolkit. I know it doesn't have anything really to do with legacy planning, but it's still there. It's informative uh, or it's a great information for people to have. So, yeah, I think it's important, you know, that um, when you download that retirement income toolkit, that it may not be specific to legacy planning, our topic this week, but it does say all the things that we look at when we help people create a retirement plan, which, of course, legacy planning is one of them. So just go to our website. You see our picture there. Learn more. Hit that button, you know, for the radio show. And then you can download the Retirement Income Toolkit, and it's got some great information there, and it's free. So theinnovativeteam.com. We're not trying to sell anything here. We're literally trying to educate. Right. Provide a service. educating people. They're getting knowledge, and knowledge is power. Power allows you to make the best decision for you and your family. Right. Yep. And if you don't want to go online, you can give us a call, 573-332-7855. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.